0: what's going on everybody this is your boy dex with the iron pits podcast and stick with me i'm learning a new system here so <laughs> i am uh working on Streamyard, trying to figure this whole thing out so give me one second i say y'all i said y'all know man I'm, I'm working i'm not very up to date on the technology ah so there we go there we go perfect that's my beautiful face All right, like I said, what's up, man? I'm Dex with the Iron Pits Podcast. Today, I have another host. I'm happy to have this brother back. This man is very smart and very intelligent and doing his thing here in Louisville, trying to help Louisville's youth. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome back Corbin Seavers.
1: Man, uh, this is great, man. What's going Uh, on, Corbin? Man, I I am so glad you called me. I was dead into a... uh, Doing some paperwork, trying to edit my website, and then at the same time arguing with somebody on Facebook. <laughs> I was always
0: taking on a lot, man.
1: I'm telling you, it's too much. I can't do that multitasking stuff. But man, hey, hey, I like your theme music.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah, it for a I little like while that. now. It's, yeah, I had a white guy in Australia that put that together for me. So shout really? out to the Australians, man. I ain't know they got down like that, though, but it works for me. Right. And I like it.
1: And, and you know, hip hop's global, man. Oh, it the is, brother. Is global. It, it is, is
0: definitely global. He did, he did me good, man. I, it was worth the money. Yeah. So, shout out to that guy. I don't even remember his name, but, man, he's he's legit. But, man, yeah. I'm glad I got yeah. you here today. So, we know we got a bunch of stuff going on with you that want to get out some advertising for you. But first and foremost, before we do that, I got to ask you, you know what's coming up in Louisville, right? The elections. Yep, the, the elections. So, right. And before we dive in all you got going on, brother, I just want to kind of get pick your brain. On the election, the the mayor election here in Louisville between Greenberg and Deeref, and want to see where what you're thinking with the election coming up, and that in the midterms as well, because we got yeah. a whole lot of craziness going on in the city and in the
1: country. You know, I I, I tell you, there's a lot. You, you know, we can't. There's a lot I'd like to say about the uh, the mayor campaign here in Louisville. I'm, I'm just going to say some things real quick. First of all, I'm still a little. Concern at what happened with, with Greenberg, how he's almost just assassinated um, by that so-called anti-gun, right, right, exactly, <laughs> anti-gun violence activists. Uh, you know, I'm, that in itself is, is, is a major story in that, okay, I'm opposed to gun violence, so eh, I'm going to walk in this guy's office, broad daylight, and try to plug a couple of slugs in it. Um. There, there's there's a. I think there's more that needs to be sort of be brought out about that. Now, I know there are some voices within the Jewish community saying, hey, they thought it was it was uh, largely uh, motivated by uh, anti-Semitism, but they did not feel comfortable in making that statement. They s- said, well, if we sort of bring that out and talk about that, then we might get criticized, critiqued, et cetera by forces within the Democratic Party. And my attitude is that, man, you know, anti-Semitism, if you think it's out there, and if there's some evidence that it's an something, an anti-Semitic attack has taken place, that's nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, that's nonpartisan.
0: Lies you know, at stake.
1: Yeah. You know, we need to deal with that. We need to struggle with that. Now, let me say this about the two major candidates. I've been in Louisville a long time. Of course, you know, most of the time I've been in Louisville, we had the um mayor for life. Aberson. Yeah, that's what we used to call him, brother. You you know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Gary Aberson, mayor for life. And um, and then you know, suddenly I woke up, see and now we got Fisher or whatever. So, oh my God, you know, what happened? But I mean, that's how long Aberson's been here. I think he's been a, a I think he's been a fairly decent. He was a fairly decent uh, mayor. I think he was very visionary. Um, I think a lot of people liked him. And I tell you, um, within the Republican Party, you know, when um, your boy Hal Heiner ran.
0: Yeah, that was my first time voting in Louisville.
1: Boy, Hal Heiner, he was amazing. And I've worked with him. I helped him arrange some um, behind the scenes meetings with some key folks here in Louisville. Um, brother, I I thought, man, I, I just couldn't see how people would vote against Hal Heiner. I just couldn't see it, and I know within the Republican Party circles they were just excited as all get out because they thought, hey, for the first time in in in, re- in memory, we had a strong possibility of having a Republican as as uh, Mayor of Louisville. Brother, I can't even re- remember when we ever had the last time we had a Republican or a conservative. I can tell you,
0: yeah, 1968, during the civil rights era, that was the last time we had a Republican mayor in Louisville. And I honestly feel like Greenberg's not done a lot of campaigning. Uh I don't feel like he has because I feel like he knows this is my city because I'm a Democrat in Louisville. And he's counting on Louisville to do what Louisville has always done. And so I feel like he's not putting in that much effort into yeah. really getting out there. I, I,
1: don't I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, as you put it, he's expecting Louisville, what Louisville's always done, for close to 40, 45 years, right? Yep. I mean, come on. So, you know, um, you, you, I, I think the thinking is, I, I used to say, I used, I was saying this to people from out of state we were talking about, you know, the campaign. I said, man, if you get the Democratic Party nomination, you're mayor. Only thing you got to do is live. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> know, That's all you got to do. You know, yep. you go out here and burn down an old folks home and, 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 and stomp on your neighbor's uh, uh, flower garden or whatever. No, if you got the DP nomination, you're mayor. Yep. That's it. You know, but it's so funny think, you
0: were talking about that stuff. Cause I literally, I just posted my latest podcast. And that was where the two things I talked about was, the anti-Semitic stuff that's going on because uh-huh. recently we had as a Kanye West and yeah. Kyrie Irving, yeah, making these posts about you no know, the black people are the real original Jews, uh-huh. you know. And what people don't know is that that's all from the Black Hebrew Israelites, yes, you know, sect man. So I was doing some research on that today, brother, and I did not realize how crazy it was. And I also came to realize I did not know this. You know who Alberta King is, right? Sure. Yeah. So I did not know that Martin Luther King's mother was shot and killed by a black Hebrew Israelite. Ooh, yes.
1: Ooh, I didn't know that. No. Yes.
0: Bro, I found that out today when I was researching for my podcast. Yeah, I was like,
1: what? Yes. It was
0: 1974
1: at the church. She yeah. was sitting yeah, in, in the, the church. church. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't she playing the organ or something? She like was playing
0: that? the organ. Yeah. And this young black guy, I forgot his name. I got it on my phone. I don't want to look at my right. phone right now. But he walks into the church and he says, y'all got to stop this. This ends today. Then he runs up to the pulpit, pulls out a gun, starts shooting, shoots her mm-hmm. and two other people. And then they tackle him and they take him down to the ground. When he's on the right. ground, he's yelling, it's the war. The war did this to me, the war. And so yeah. this was 1974. What war do you think he's talking about? You would Not. think Vietnam, you would think right. was Vietnam because 1970, what Vietnam in and around the same time. This was a young man. Well, right. this was Essence magazine. What they did tell you is that in the black Hebrew Israelite uh, religion, the war they're talking about is the great race war. So the great race war was supposed to happen in the year 2000, but uh-huh. it never came to be. So now they have a new guy that's in charge of the black Hebrew Israelites. And he's saying that the great race war is still coming and there's going to be eventual black Jesus that comes back. Uh-huh. And this eventual black Jesus is going to put white people in slavery. You know, but they don't give a timeline. this us go around. Bro. Right. So but that's the war. He, yeah. That young man was talking about that killed Dr. King's mother, man, it
1: completely blew my mind. I had no clue. Well, I, I didn't know. I didn't know about that, about the black Hebrews. Now, I knew when I was up in Baltimore, I, <clears> this was like after I got out of college, my uh, wife, my then wife, now ex-wife, we were up there in Baltimore, Maryland, and we had encounters with the black Hebrews up there. And, that you know, they came over as a group of us talking to us and all. And I was like, man, these, these guys are sort of, they're really off base. But here's the Pence. one thing that, that that really got me. You know, they they had a, I mean, you, you know, you're into law enforcement. You can verify this. Brother, they were in a, all sorts of uh, criminal activity. Oh, yeah. Credit card fraud, all sorts of fraud, um, and some violent stuff as well. I mean, murdering people flat out but that was that was there were splits within the black hebrew community there are splits and that like in any in any faith you're going to have yeah. people well i disagree with this i disagree with that so then you'll have splits but their splits were very serious because the core group um they went after you i mean oh, they, yeah. they were willing to kill you and and one person they literally guiding took him out somewhere, beat him up, killed him and then cut his head off and they all go to you know as you know they all go to the Old Testament to to justify doing this stuff brother you remember that time when up there in um uh, in Northern Kentucky no kids Catholic kids from Northern Kentucky were at some sort of protest in DC
0: is that when the agent the, the Indian guy with the drum
1: right right yeah yeah yeah. The Hebrews, the Blacks, a sect or a faction of the Black Hebrews were there. They were there, and people were recording them, and they were they were saying all sorts of crazy stuff. We want to kill homosexuals, you know, women would walk by, you're a hoe, all sorts of stuff. I mean, very inflammatory language, right? No one talked about that. No one brought that up they wanted to talk about some white some white kid who was just like, hey, what? why are you yelling at, you know, as far as the, the Indian activist is concerned, you know, why are you coming at me like that? I mean, as we later found out, you know, these quiet kids didn't say anything. But the liberal media just splashed, the liberal left-wing media just splashed all over the page, all oh, these white kids are racist towards Indians, and we found out that wasn't the truth. But before that time, right there within that area, Well, them black Hebrews, they were saying some crazy stuff, but I've heard them before. It's not uncommon for them to engage in some real inflammatory rhetoric. But hey, they they didn't say nothing to them. And
0: and Well, that was the thing, uh, because the magazine I read that in about Alberta King, but that wasn't Essence magazine. That's a black magazine. I was like, don't tell me that y'all didn't know that this cat was a black Hebrew Israelite. They know, but... What do we do? The emperor has no clothes, right? You right. know, nobody want to call out the obvious, man. I was exactly. like, "Exactly!" wow, that's bizarre.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. You're right, bro. They they didn't want to call him out then. And they don't want to call him out, you know, recently in, in, around other stuff right now. They don't want to, I don't know why, but they just seem to have a real, the, 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 you know, like you say, they just, they just don't want to do it. I don't know if they're scared, if, you know, they, they, they think maybe there's a faction within that overall group that will, come after them, you know, flat yeah, pretty out. Extreme. I mean, yeah, that they, last time
0: they had an incident in um 2019 in New Jersey where these uh, two black Hebrew Israelites went to a actual Jewish mosque and started shooting mm-hmm. and killing people. Yeah. And then there was a cop that responded. They got killed and a bunch of other people got killed, man. And it was just like, yeah. it's a blip in the
1: news. You know, I saw that and I was like, oh man, I remember that. But it was just yeah, yeah. here, psh, gone. Yeah, those, those, I mean, those, those, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if it's part of this whole white liberal guilt trip, you know, we, you know, we don't want to portray black people in a bad light, or maybe it's just flat out fear, because, as you know, in places like England and some European nations, you know, a lot of them, the Muslims, just the general Muslims, general, uh, not all, I would even say not in the majority, but there is a core there, you know, they get violent, I mean, we saw, we remember when uh, it was a, d- a re- distant relative of Vincent Van Gogh. He was killed in broad daylight. Really? Yeah. He's killed in broad daylight because of something critical things he had said about the uh, Islamic faith. And of oh, course, the, you know, they put a
0: fatwa on him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, and,
1: and see, that's another thing, too. I mean, we can go on and on and on and talk about this kind of violence now. Again say what you want to say that does put a chill on free speech oh yeah
0: that, yeah that does put a, yeah
1: even, even if you're you know even just some average muslim guy who says hey man I'm, I'm i'm not with that yeah but you know keep that to yourself bro because you don't know <laughs> who's gonna you know within your circles within the mosque or whatever may say oh you know this they, they'll yell shirk," shirk, which means you know blaspheme or whatever and they'll they'll take you out Take, you just don't know
0: free speech comes with consequences, man. I,
1: I'm telling you, I'm telling
0: you, it comes with consequences.
1: See, go, go, yeah. Let's go touch back on that little bit there about Irving and Kanye. You know, Irving and, and, and Kanye. Here's my thing with, I mean, I've got a lot to say about Kanye and Irving, but here's my thing about Kanye. First of all, what did he say? I want to hear word for word, verse for verse, what he <laughs> said. I heard some snippets. But I want to hear it directly from him. It was a tweet. Okay, I I, I want to see that tweet. Yeah, let me I can pull it up. I want to see it myself. That's my attitude. My second, my second thing is, and I and I got a little heat from this on my Facebook page. Here's my second thing.
0: You always getting heat, bro.
1: I, I, I'm telling you, and I don't know why. I'm such a
0: nice guy. The truth hurts, man. No matter how nice you are, people don't want to. They don't want their. They don't want their made up reality disrupted by you, man. <laughs>
1: But you know, here's here's one question I put out there. When did Kanye West become an anti-Semite? When? When did that happen? Because when he married the Kim Kardashian, yeah. Forever. Okay. He 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 courted her. You're telling me during the courtship he didn't know. Oh, you're you're Jewish. Oh, your family's Jewish? Oh, your your father's a very famous lawyer and he's Jewish. I mean,
0: he did didn't know that.
1: Yes. Yes, oh, the Carnations. Yeah, they're a Jewish family. It. Yes. Um, you know, he didn't realize that while they were married. That's one reason why she, uh, the two of them as a married couple went to Israel. She you know, she's getting ah. back in, in in, you know, dealing with her roots and all like Christians will we'll go to Israel for, for the same reason she went there. And you know, there's some Jewish folk there who are really upset about her. I think she wanted to go to the whaling Wall or something like that. They said, "No heck, no girl, you a hoe." Don't. No, <laughs> you know, I mean, better it,
0: take them big plastic butt cheeks elsewhere, bro. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. So, <laughs> hey, folks, he said it, not me. <laughs> I want. We to all say we've it, all because, seen the
0: same things. We've all seen <laughs> it ain't real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know. That's my point. It's like, when did he become anti-Semitic? He married so his a Jewish tweet,
0: woman. Yeah. His tweet he was, I'm a, a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going Death Con three on Jewish people. Funny thing mm-hmm. is, I can't be anti-Semitic because
1: black people are actually Jew, also. Ah, okay. Okay. So <laughs> it, so now we, we sort of see that connection with and and now see that connection with how effective a lot of these um how can I put it? Urban groups like the Nation of Islam and the Black Hebrews and the 10 percenters, how very effective they've been in in propagating their ideals within the urban black community, particularly amongst um, a lot of these uh, brothers and sisters who are part of the whole hip hop generation, whole, whole hip hop culture. Oh. I mean, look, look, Charlemagne, the Breakfast Club is probably one of the most successful oh, yeah. urban radio programs ever. I love watching it. You learn so much. You learn a lot. And who's one of the key hosts? There's three of them. Who's one of the key hosts? Charlemagne, Charlemagne the, the guy. God. He's a ten. That's a ten percenter thing. That's from the ten percenters. And you know darn good and well. You sit down with Charlemagne, he'll be able to converse with you about nation of Islam theology, black Hebrew theology, ten percent of theology, more theology. He'll be able to converse with you on that. What
0: well, they call him a well. hotel?
1: Yeah, all, yeah I mean he's 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 all into that stuff man and so so what we're see- what you just read, read right there with that, that Twitter thing from Kanye just shows hey how effective a lot of these urban groups have been in propagating propagating their ideas I have not like now with Irving that the basketball player here's my thing with him I thought he tweeted something you see I mm-hmm. thought he t- I, I didn't find out till later that no, he retweeted or uh, some sort of video or something documentary or something. Right.
0: Yep. It was a, uh, it's called, what is the name of that thing? It's a, uh, it was a movie called Hebrews to Negroes. Wake up black America. And it talks about the whole black Hebrew Israelite thing and how right. sl- yeah. the black people in Africa were actually taken by slaves, but they were actually the tribes of uh, the lost tribe right. of Israel. You know, and how, uh-huh. you know, so, right. Uh, it, it goes right. down. I'm actually, I'm actually gonna watch it. You know, I'm, I want to watch it just because I like to learn.
1: Well, hey, and see where hey, people are coming from. And you see, exactly, exactly. And that's my whole attitude. It's like, I thought he said something. I thought it came out of his mouth. No, he's just Ooh. retweeting something. You know, that's that's put out there. So then I began to. I said, man, that's a little extreme. What they asked of that brother. That was mm-hmm. a little. Well, you need to apologize. You don't apologize. About that's suspended you, for five games. Yeah, and that's some money, brother. Yeah. That's serious money. He ain't making minimum wage. No. That's serious money. And so wait a minute, wait a minute. For some for a documentary I didn't do, for a documentary I didn't write. For a documentary, I you know, I'm I'm just sharing some thoughts, sharing someone else's thoughts. And now you're gonna do it. I I, that's when I really got, hey, this is a little extreme right here. And then, you know, he gave a half a million dollars to, quote unquote, some anti-hate groups. Did
0: he? Yeah, half a million. Just to show, hey, I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. But that's not not out of pocket for him because he's a flat earther as well. You know, he, remember he was posting stuff about flat earth years ago. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, he's a flat earther. (laughs) He's all in on the conspiracy. I'm just like, man, that's that's, why I was like, That's just Kyrie Irving, bro. And I don't even really follow basketball, but every time I his name pops up, it's just always like
1: something crazy behind it now. <laughs> right. So, so then you got to ask yourself, wait a minute, why are they going so crazy over this? And, and, and given the fact, like what you just said, that brother puts out all sorts of crazy stuff. All and at time. one point, yeah, at one point, so what? I'm not, he's not a, uh, uh, like a politician, you know, it's not like he's a university, he's a basketball player,
0: basketball player bro. <laughs>
1: bro, I don't care, you know, if he thinks that you know, Kennedy was assassinated by the mob or whatever, dude, dunk the ball. That's what I want. I said, That's man, we, I
0: we listen to politicians for politics, and I like right. to tune into sports to be entertained, man. But speaking Me of too. politics, so what do you think is going to happen in a couple days with the uh midterms?
1: You know, I, you know, I've been hearing a lot about the, uh, you know, the red wave, you know, Republicans going to take, I hope they do because I'm a firm believer in checks and balances. I I, I really hope they do. I have to admit one thing. I was uh, the only thing I'm concerned about, not, I don't want to say concerned, but the only thing I really want to see is how that election turns out with Herschel Walker.
0: Oh man. Yeah. (laughs) Brother, I was in,
1: (laughs) I was in Georgia not too long. ago. You you, you know, my, you know, my wife lives in Atlanta, so yeah, I'm Atlanta. Down there and uh, I'm down there. And that's one thing we don't discuss as politics. We're just opposite sides. So we don't discuss it. So I'm down here at this place and I'm picking up a newspaper and I'm reading it. And there's an editorial in there critical of Herschel Walker. And in that editorial, the guy is a conservative and he's talking about how a group of conservatives put together um raise some money, put together an anti-Herschel Walker ad. And the reason why they did is because they, they felt that Herschel Walker, he just didn't meet the standard. He just doesn't meet the standard. And, you know, and of course, you know, they, they're talking about the whole thing that they, was he lying about his being, he being a sheriff and the whole abortion thing, etc., et like that. But I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I hope there's a wave. I hope we, you know the the conservatives the republican party comes up cuz we need we need that we need those uh, checks and balances i'm really concerned about the biden administration not because i'm a conservative not to, because Everybody i'm a republican is. yeah i mean it's like come i don't on, know man.
0: anybody that's like man this man's doing a great job Right. Loving these high gas prices and my thing is <laughs> they keep lying to us it's like right. i like it's like they don't realize or like we have internet access like yeah. we Right. We know what's going on. Uh, one thing right. I said on my podcast is like, this is not the fireside chats from back in the early 1900s with the president. <laughs> right. Like, we can right. actually research and verify and look at stuff and be like, uh, right, this ain't going so hot right now. Yo, but he yeah. just, they just keep doubling down on the craziness, man. And like I said, everybody's concerned. The thing is, I haven't met anybody that stood up and said, I'm very happy about my election pick from uh, <laughs> you know, Joe exactly. Biden. Uh, no, exactly. Nobody
1: right exactly no yeah you, you, in my in my personal circles folks who are democrats they are either not saying anything at all or they're like they're mumbling oh man come on you got to do better than this i mean and the, and it's just so much stuff you know like you said gas prices inflation and and all that other kind of stuff i i hope we do it but i you know my personal thing i really want to see how that thing with herschel walker because my thing is this <laughs> the original gator hater <laughs> Yeah, I, I, my first, my first thing is that it, man. If that brother gets elected, oh yeah, there was a red wave. It a red yeah, wave. I mean, people and man, he's wave. got a lot of stuff
0: behind him too. Also, the issue with his son, his son coming out against him, I was just like, whoa, that was pretty, uh, pretty intense, man. His son made that video.
1: Oh man, but you know, look, Ben Franklin's son did not support the American Revolution.
0: No, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, he didn't. He didn't support it. And at that time, you know, when Ben Franklin was part of the the revolution, you know, fighting against British colonialism, he was putting his life on the line. And if they had lost, dude, you're gonna be hurting. And so here it is: your own flesh and blood, your own son, is saying, "Oh no, I, you know, I support the the British." And it's his own flesh and blood. And I mean, Ben Franklin wrote about it how deeply hurt he was was about it. So I mean, you know, people sort of make that, but you know it happens it's it, it's you know as you know brothers we know from our own personal experiences you know families are weird we love our family but man yeah. sometimes they can be some
0: weird folk <laughs> they can yeah yeah, they can yo. but that's the one thing why i yeah. like having you on my show is because what you do is that we realize that everything in america starts at the grassroot level mm-hmm. everything is about family man so goes the family So goes the nation. Absolutely. that's why I'm glad we have people like you within the city of Louisville to kind of try to help reel things in and give people, young men and young women that are lost purpose. Because that Mm. is one thing I have realized is that young men, young women without purpose are dangerous. Young men and young women without purpose, no direction. Yes. Man, they will cling to whatever comes their way and get involved in these extremist groups and conspiracy yeah. theories cuz they're just looking and wanting to belong. That's why I'm yeah. glad that you have your little urban chess, you know, your urban chess league and all that, man, mm-hmm. to really give these p- kids a young another option. So what do you have going on now currently with the Louisville Urban Chess Society?
1: Well, I tell you one one thing we got uh November 12. uh that should be a Saturday. I think I got that. Yeah, <laughs> November 12th we're we're doing the the urban book sale. We're having a uh, fundraiser, and we're selling used books. And of course, we have some concessions here and all. We're just trying to raise some money uh, for the West Louisville Chess Club and the Queen and Zinga um, Queen Queen and Zinga Warriors. That's our all girls chess team. Trying to raise some money to get equipment and, and team shirts, etc. So that's November twelfth here at Launch Louisville, eight one six East Broadway. It starts at eleven. So people come on out, uh, you know, good food, good fellowship, all for a good cause. And then um, December 3rd, we're doing what's called a Bug House tournament. Kids love uh, Bug House. It's Bug House Chess. They love it. So we're going to, we did a tournament like that not too long ago. And What's
0: Bug House Chess?
1: Bug House Chess is just a different variant of chess. It's a different type of chess. You know, like with basketball, normally it's five on each side, on each yeah. team. Now I think there are people like Ice Cube. They're doing a league where it's three on each team. I think Cube and Island Iverson is part of that. They're actually turning that into a league. Okay. And it's three it's three on each team. That you know that's all it is. It's, it's just a different variant, and it's it's real. It's real. It, it can be funny. It's exciting. It's it's great, and that, that's one reason why the kids like it so much. So we're doing that and um, just revising my website kychess.com and just letting people know about all the other stuff we're uh you know we're trying to do in our other future events and all
0: Well, uh, brother you definitely stay busy man so what is it that you're hoping to have happen with this chess tournament you got going or in the uh, the book thing you're doing
1: well what what i hope is that you know a good number of people come out buy some good books look we must read we must read. We need to, within the, particularly within the black community, we, we really need to build a very, very, very strong what I call reading culture, a literate culture. You know, we need to be as fanatical about reading as some of our young people are, are almost fanatical about hip-hop music or basketball. We need to be as fanatical about, about reading. So I'm hoping folks will come out uh, and buy the books. I and mean, then, you know, f- from that we will... Um, use those funds to uh, buy equipment and things like that. And so I just hope a a good number of folks come out and just, you know, good, like I say, good food, good, good fellowship, all for a good cause. The books are ranging price from like, you know, a buck to, to three bucks. No, no, no more than $3, but they're, they're good used books. They're really good.
0: So how many books do you have so far?
1: Well, I know that I'm personally, um, giving out a hundred, you know, yeah. Giving up a hundred of my own books to sell. And then there are a couple other people who are gonna come in with some some of their books. So we'll have it, you know, we'll have at least 125, 150. Man. At least. We have that at a minimum.
0: But so if you have a hundred, how many do you think you have total, Corbin? I think I I don't know if we did this on the last podcast, but I know you're a reader, <laughs> brother.
1: Yeah. Um I've got quite a bit. you know, I don't and I'm not saying that to brag, but I, I do have quite a bit, you know, when my you know my daughter would uh when I was divorced from her mother and you know she'd do the uh, the visits with me I mean, I never forget one time she's in the apartment she just sort of looking around and said baby what you looking for she said daddy will you please sell some of these books do you realize how much money we could make I said, <laughs> I said <laughs> you know and I was like I just couldn't do it man <laughs> I just couldn't do it I was like uh no if you need some money baby let me just cut you a check i, mean, I just couldn't that's my third edition right <laughs> right you know, I, so this so me donating a hundred it, it, it was a real it was a real struggle for me emotionally it, it really was but it like i say it's all for a good cause hope people come out november 12th saturday launch louisville 16 east broadway we started at 11 and then come on out and, and buy some books and hey take them home and you know, folks, we gotta encourage our young people to read, and we more of our adults we need need to be doing that too. I I'm mean, guilty, just, man. I'm horrible,
0: awful. Like I, I'll do, I'll tear through some audio books, brother. Tear through some audio books, man.
1: Hey, hey, you know, if if that's what it, it takes, there's nothing wrong with that. Look, we're selling a lot of used audio uh, books here. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're definitely doing that, and you know, let's let's never forget Charles Dickens when he came to the United States. Um, he was doing a tour, you know, his tour, he would read from his books. That was, that was his thing. You know, it was like a, they said, well, he's going to be at such and such a place and he'd be there and he'd be reading from his, his, his books and people would come out and, and pay for that. So, you know, that's what I, I guess you might say. It's like the first audio book and you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever, whatever it takes. Uh, we, but we just need to, we just need to be doing that need more of that we really need to be building a strong reading and, and, and literate uh literate literate culture within the black community uh, and, and, I don't and or, in the i
0: don't disagree yes we do man that's yeah. something i definitely need to pass on to my kids so how can people support you on this uh this venture you got going on just coming out or by donating
1: uh just coming out if they want to donate you know uh facebook me or send me uh or, or uh you know, contact me in my email, at yahoo.com I'll send them my PayPal link. You know, if they want to give a, a few dollars, you know, everything helps. Everything helps. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, a good chess clock's about 50 bucks. So if I got two, three people, could kick in a little money. You know, I, get, I got me a good chess clock. A good chess set costs about 30 bucks. You know, again, a few people chip in. I got me a good chess set. And, and these are sets and clocks that last for a long, long time. We have some uh, shirts as well. You know, shirts probably costing us about uh, 20 bucks or so. So, you know, again, any, everything and anything helps as far as donations are concerned. We, we do have a place where you can donate at our website, kychessambassadors.com. We have a donation thing. Go ahead and donate. You can't come out and buy a book and, and buy some food, then you know, just go to the website and donate. Every bit helps. Man, brother,
0: and I, that's why I'm glad to have you back on the Iron Pits podcast, man. I appreciate your time and you coming on because, like I said, I really believe in what you're doing. Uh, man, I've worked with you before, man, and I see you doing wonderful things. So I'm always going to do my best to try to help you and promote what you got going on because it's coming from a good place and it's coming from your heart. And if anybody cares about the kids, I know that you do, Corbin. So, man, uh-huh. we now, the, city, you know, the city might not appreciate you. But I definitely appreciate you and see what you're doing, man.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, well, no problem,
0: man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Like I say, anytime you want to come back on, give me a shout. I'll get you on anytime, man. All
1: right. All right, man. Sounds good. See you then.
0: All right, Corporal. You take care.